The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bird on Bears fans, Breeze Nation, what is good? It's your boy, Path the Designer, back at it again. The Chicago Bears are in position with the number one pick to get a haul from multiple teams for that pick. The question is, who's going to have the best offer? Who should the Bears be looking to trade with most? Let's talk about it, starting now. Now, if you are new to the channel, man, please like the video. Please subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Chicago sports, how Chicago talks. So make sure that you get in tune with us, man. Now, per David Kaplan, Cappy, everybody who listens to ESPN 1000, y'all know, um, the Chicago Bears are not only in a position to get a haul for their number one pick in the draft, but also in a position to get a couple of players in that as well. He reports that the, the Colts are looking to include a draft that would in, or include a trade that would have Michael Pittman, uh, who's interesting, right? Interesting. I'm not saying bad, but interesting. Uh, another player and a bevy of picks now this makes it interesting right because he was talking about them wanting to move up to go get will levis which really interesting situation there quarterback out of kentucky not to say a bad player to go after in that situation but just a little bit shocked right based on a lot of the names that we've heard possibly going and with the news that cj stroud will be entering the nfl draft does that change the situation here of teams looking to move up? Because I think that he made a claim for himself as the possible number one pick in the draft. So here's the thing. The Colts have put themselves on front street with this. This is the best case scenario for the Chicago Bears. They've, their GM, their president, they've all come out and basically said, listen, We've gone the veteran QB route. It has not worked. We're not in on Derek Carr. You know what we're in on? We're in on finding a quarterback that is young, that we can build around with these young pieces that we have on this team moving forward. And so what does that mean? We're willing to move. He literally said heaven and earth to find that guy if we believe that guy is the guy, right? So now talking about moving on from Michael Pittman Jr., another player. I, I, I'm not, I'm going to be real with you. Another player, right? Who's the other player? If we're talking DeForest Buckner, something like that. Let's have a conversation here, boys. Uh, and a bevy of picks. He did not specify how many picks uh, would be a part of that process. Just said a bevy. I don't know. A bevy could be anywhere from three to like 407. So I don't know how that works out. But here's the thing, right? The Colts have basically set the market. What you know is they're willing to give you a top-tier talent wide receiver, another player, which probably is going to be a top-caliber level player, a bevy of picks, which are probably going to be higher pit draft capital unless somebody comes in and is a world beater right away, right? They do have a team that could set you up for that. Nice offensive line, nice run game, some nice receivers in that position. So I, I can't say that they're going to just have the worst pick in the draft coming out next year. But here's the thing at the end of the day. 
That's where the market starts now. Guess what? The Texans probably don't want that to happen as they now have the number two pick. Shout out to Lovey Smith, right? He probably knew he was getting the heck up out of there, and he was like, let me give one last hoorah to the team out in Chicago, the home team, the family. You know what it is? Bear down. Once you bear down, you always bear down. You know what I'm saying? And here's the biggest part of this, right? Now, the Texans know if we're going to compete with the Colts, we got to have more. We got to have better. Now, here's the, the biggest problem for the Texans is they don't really have the players to do that, right? They don't have the, the players on that team to just say, we're going to outbid you. They do have the picks, but, right, like, you're throwing Michael Pittman in, you're throwing in another player, DeForest Buckner. I'm going to keep saying that. That's the player I really want, DeForest Buckner. You know what I'm saying? Or we can go get De'Ron Payne, but DeForest Buckner. So, anyway, uh, there's a bevy of picks and top players in the NFL that are already proven that you can go out there and get. That's going to be a tough package for the Texans to beat. But now there's so many teams that are in the Panthers are trying to get in on it, right? Because that quarterback spot is one of the most coveted spots in the NFL. And for the first time in life, the Bears aren't in a position where they actually need to go after one. So now I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this whole thing and I'm saying, listen, I love the Colts package, but I'm still listening to offers. I still want to hear what everybody else has to say. I'm not going all in on this, right? This is going to be a draft day trade for me. Who's going to give the most to go after this guy? Who's going to give the most to go after? And now that Stroud is in the draft, right, it might change kind of what teams are, are looking at because they're saying, okay, well, Will Levis is going to fall or Bryce Young is going to fall, so we'll be able to get this, maybe move up with a different team to go after that. But you really don't know what guy the Colts are going to take. We know that they like Will Levis, according to reports, right? But that does not mean that he's the one that they're going to take. And so you'd like to have that guarantee that you're going to be able to get your guy that you're going to be able to find your guy in the draft no matter what happens man let me know how you guys feel man. let me know in comments below do you think the Colts are the best team that the Bears could trade with to this point do you what what kind of draft package are you looking for to get from the Colts right how many picks what players are you looking to get outside of Michael Pittman does Michael Pittman do it for you right is that is that the player that puts it over the top because here's the thing the Bears need a weapon the Bears need an off. They they need another wide receiver. I think Claypool will pan out, right? I think that I think that uh, uh, um, my prediction of of the player that I, I I think that he is and what I've seen him be um, will pan out next season when he has more time to work with Justin Fields. We know that Justin Fields basically didn't seem to trust anybody that he was in training camp with, so that's a big issue there, and so or that he wasn't in training camp with. So now you're going to see him right outside of training camp actually get to work with with Chase Claypool, get to work with him during training camp, get to work with him during the season, right? So hopefully working your way uh, uh, into a nice relationship there. And then do you go out? Is Pittman the guy, though? Is Pittman the one that you feel like is the is the big-name weapon that you got to go get? I love Michael Pittman. I think he's a heck of a talent. I think he hasn't had many people throwing him the football. It feels a little bit like an Allen Robinson situation to me. But also, Michael Pittman's been a guy that's gone down to injury almost uh, every season, I believe. Let me double check that, make sure I'm not tweaking on that. But Michael Pittman, you know, he, he's missed he's missed some time. He's, he's gone out, you know, and, and that, that happens, right? Not to say that that's going to be the, the breaking point for, the, uh, um, for trading him or not trading for him, but is that a guy that you want to go after? Listen, he is 25 years old, right? Uh, let me pull up the stats here. Give me a second. Boom. So this season... He played in 16 games this season, so hey, Pat, shut up. Uh, 
Oh, no, I'm tweaking. Okay, okay, I'm not. No, he played in 16 games a season. First season, he played in 13. Uh, second season, played in 17. So I am tweaking. Uh, third game, he played in 16. Michael Pittman has been a really nice piece. Um, I, I, had, I, thought, I thought I remembered him missing more time, but maybe maybe that was just me uh, um, not not realizing what, what he was in, or maybe he went out of games and came back in, and I didn't see that part. So that's on me. Uh, but here, here's the thing. If you feel like he's durable, if you feel like he's going to be uh, a game-changing player for you, I think you have to make that deal because not only are you getting the picks back, you're still getting that top four pick in the draft. You're still getting a really nice player in there. Um, you know what he has the ability to do. He hasn't have guys had guys who are going to be able to get him the football to have that ability. And, and honestly, right, like he would be coming into a, a receiving staff where now you're looking at Cole Komet, who's, who took some really nice steps this year. You're looking at uh, – uh, um, Darnell Mooney hopefully coming back off an ACL injury and being able to return to himself and a receiving team with that has Chase Claypool guys like that on it right now you look go from being oh man it's it's Michael Pittman and he's kind of just the, the focal point of this offense to hey they have a lot of weapons that you can throw to it's just a matter of you being able to get them the ball and get them the ball in time you still got to go out and address the offensive line I don't know if there's some help there maybe that the Bears can go get maybe there's an offensive lineman on the Colts instead of DeForest Buckner that the Bears feel more comfortable bringing in right but I think Michael Pittman's kind of like the tipping point because you know that you have to go find Justin this weapon Pittman's going to be a guy that you're going to have to pay at some point big money too as well so that kind of that that kind of uh, uh, leans on you a little bit as well. Do you feel like you can go find a guy in the draft who can give you that level of production at the wide receiver position? We see that a lot. So I can't say that I'm just like no matter what you have to make this deal because that's the best receiver that's going to be there, right? And, and I think a lot with the conversation as well, right? Like you you look at the Texans, maybe they're a team you could trade with, maybe they're a team you could talk to, but at the end of the day, Brandon Cooks doesn't want to be there anyway. So if he doesn't want to be there anyway. I'm going to just wait till you get up out of there and I'm going to come throw some money at you because we have the money to throw at you. That's why the Bears are in such a good position here. It's not just because of the draft capital. It's because they not only have draft capital, but they have the money that they can actually just say, I don't, I, I want that guy, but I don't want that guy for capital. I'll pay him. I want that guy, but I don't want to, I don't want to go out there and just, just waste the pick on him and hope that he's going to make, well, I, if I believe in him enough, I'll pay him. Right. Like, and so I think that's that, that opens so many options for this team. And guess what? A lot of times when you throw the big money at it, when you, when you make a lot of plays, when you make a lot of moves, when you make a lot of, right. Like look at the Jaguars right now, the Jaguars, it took them a half a season to get it together. Hundred percent took them a half a season to get it together, but once they got it together, now you're starting to see right. They're moving in the right direction. They're getting guys involved. They're making the right play. Trevor Lawrence is growing as a quarterback week in and week out. Now that first half was rough, but the second half, the ability to bounce back, right? That's a guy that has growth. That's also going into the training staff. That's also going into the coaching staff. That's also right. Like so, there's still a bunch of other things that have to happen. But the biggest thing to me is that the Bears have this option now to make all of these different moves happen, not only just with money, but also with picks, but also with right, like the flexibility that they have. And they're going to add more flexibility to this team by trading this pick. So let me know how you guys feel, man. Do you think that Indy's the team that you should make the trade with? Is there another team, another trade package that you want to go after? Um, you know, at first I, I thought I was big on the Lions. I, I felt the best, the best package you were going to have was the Lions. But now, right, like, 
I, I kind of look at it and it doesn't feel that way anymore. And if you can get a haul without trading in the division, I think that that's the best thing that you can do if you're the Chicago Bears. But hey, I want to know how you guys feel. Let me know in the comments below. I'll be down to talk with you as well as always, man, it's your boy, Pat the Designer. Back at it again to continue watching our Chicago sports content, Bears content. Click the links on the screen or check the links in the description below. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bear done. Peace.